Thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 25,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. If your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash musicspeaks. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com slash music speaks for 10% off your first month. And thank you again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Hey guys, we wanted to take a quick minute to tell you about our recent partnership with the amazing Bones Coffee Company. Let's face it, you're probably sick and tired of drinking that old plain Jane coffee brand every morning. Well, fret not, dear listener, Bones Coffee is here to kick your taste buds into high gear. Bones Coffee has a wide variety of flavors to choose from, including maple bacon, peaches and spring, island grog, and my personal favorite, chocolate raspberry. Once you become hooked on the coffee, you'll be excited to learn that they have plenty of merch options to choose from as well. T-shirts, mugs, tote bags, the list goes on. You can buy their coffee in whole bean, ground, and even evil single serve options. Guys, we wouldn't lie to you. This coffee is great, and we know that you're going to love it too, which is why we have partnered up with Bones Coffee, and now our listeners have an exclusive discount code. Make sure to use the code MUSICSPEAKS at checkout for 10% off your order. That's right, James. Go to bonescoffee.com to kickstart your new coffee addiction and use the code MUSICSPEAKS for 10% off today. Like many of you, we battled depression during life's ups and downs. Music has always been the one thing that we could rely on to get us through the tough times that we all face. Follow us on our journey as we discuss the healing power of music, interview bands, break down genres, review band biographies, and more. This is the When Words Fail Music Speaks Podcast with Blake Mosley and James Cox. Hey, it's me, it's me, it's J-A-C. Welcome to When Words Fail Music Speaks, where we fight depression with the power of music. I'm your professional handicapped host, James Cox. No, I'm not the voice of Scooter from the Muppets, and I'm joined today by my co-host, the best-looking dude in all the land. Why don't you tell us about yourself? It's me, it's me, it's Blake Mosley. That works. Hey! Hey! And I'm commonly referred to the loudest guy in the room, but only when I'm playing <laughs> drums. I am your endless source of useless music knowledge. I have a lot. I'm known as Blake Mosley, a.k.a. Rosley, a.k.a. Emo Bimo. But just don't call me late for dinner. <laughs> so, so, all right. Some of you folks are really confused. But don't worry. We're going to fill you in here in a minute. Um, I, I felt like that was appropriate. I threw you off. I know I did. I know I got you. I want to explain to you why, though. For one thing, today we're going to be talking about covers that you didn't know were covers. Um, and, uh, and so the old switcheroo, like, oh, my gosh, I thought this was an original song. Yet it is not. It was originally done by someone else. So I wanted to throw you, throw you guys for a loop, you know, get you in the mood, get you ready, prepared, because some of your minds may be blown. Um, and another thing, it's to represent how I feel today, because to be on the other side is something that I experienced. More on that later. Yes, yes. So I am you and you're me. So, and you're still standing. You're like... You really standing. Like I love standing my standing desk, desk man. Yeah, I use this standing desk all the time. Yeah. Stand up. So nothing really uh, was uh, eventful over here. You know, I just worked, and I'm talking to you about music. So it's a good day, you know? Anytime I talk day. music with you, it's a great day, you know? Because sometimes I feel really, really, really depressed sometimes. But it's that moment of... Um, a bliss that I get to talk about music to anybody, you know, and you are a great person to talk to because you have a vast, useless 
me the knowledge base. Yeah, and, you know, and I'm and I'm working on it, trying to explore your your, your uselessness here. <laughs> <laughs> Please use oh, my uselessness as much as possible. Right. Give right. me purpose. Yeah. So. <laughs> so uh, hey. what's been going on with you, man? I I just want to say I got another reason for the old switcheroo today. Um, I was I sat down for my first interview today, and yeah. some of you folks are like. Like, what are you talking about? You've done interviews before. And I'll say to you, dear listener, you're wrong. You're dead wrong. I so have he, never been interviewed. This is his first solo interview, you know? Yes. Got our, yes. Yeah, because we did an interview with, um, with, with uh, I think your name was Sharon Glass. Smile Songs. Yes. Yeah. Smile um, Songs. Yes. That was, yeah. that was so fun. This was, this was my first solo interview. Yes. So what an interesting time. I'm so glad it, it, it was cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah. It worked out. James couldn't be there, um, which sucks because usually that's my excuse is I can't, I can't be there for the interview because I'm too busy. We switched around. Full switcheroo, folks. Bam. Bam. Caught you off guard. Right. But it was great. I was interviewed. I just got done with it not too long ago. Uh, Caden um, from the KJC show had me on and we talked about music, we talked about mental health. Um, and, uh, what a good time. It was such a blast. Um, unfortunately I have not had the opportunity to check out, uh, Caden's show yet just because of my schedule. Um, I knew this was coming up, but I just did not have time to listen to it. Yeah. I'm definitely going to listen to it now. He is such a nice guy. I thoroughly enjoyed myself. Um, and he said that he was such a big fan of our show and, uh, that meant a lot. It, it means a lot whenever we hear things like that. Yeah. And that keeps us going. It makes us want to keep doing it. And we, when we know you guys enjoy it, we know you listen, we know you love what we love. And um, you, music is a universal language. And uh, it's it's enjoyed by so many people. And when you truly cannot find the words to say, the music speaks every single time. So what a great conversation. I had such a blast. We're definitely going to get Caden on the show um, so that we can have him on and and talk with him and pick his brain a little bit. Um, but it was, it was a blast. Thank you again, Caden, for having me on. Um, and I can't wait to come back again with James this time though. Yes. Yes. I, I had a little bit of an issue, uh, traffic issue, I guess you would call it because traffic here, is, man, traffic is crazy in, in, in Columbia. And, uh, yeah. yeah, so that's, that's one of the reasons why I couldn't get there, but I will be there next time with you and talk yeah. to you next hey. so, What? To go back on the switcheroo, um, but we're going to talk about songs that you might have known or might have not known that weren't that were covers of songs. Um, yeah, this is part one out of you know however many I, we want to do. However many, we're yeah. committing to a twenty-five parter right now. Kicking it off. Just kidding. Uh, maybe I don't know. We could have enough material, I'm sure, to do that. Oh yeah. Um, honestly, the idea for this one, I came across a series of TikToks. Uh, that was, you know, very similar thing. Songs that you didn't, songs that you know and love that you did not realize were covers, um, which I, I, some of these, uh, and, and we're only going to do five today, but like, we've definitely got some more uh, in the, in the bag for sure that we could pull out. And some of them I knew like, oh yeah, I knew that was a cover. Some of them absolutely blew my mind. I think that some of you guys are going to have the same reactions. Um, and I'm very, very excited to do that. So um, why don't, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to read a little bit about the song itself. We'll talk about it. Uh, and then we're going to listen to just like a, a clip of the original so that you can hear how close it is to the one that you know and love. Um, and maybe, and when we get to one of these here, it's kind of like a, uh, it's kind of like cover, cover song section. Um, it is a cover within a cover within a cover that I didn't realize had so many layers to it. And it's, yeah. it's awesome. So anyway, uh, first off, let me ask you something. Uh, what would, what did the year 1985 look like to you? Well, I was five years old. I think okay. I was in the Philippines with my parents. Um, so okay. it was a different time for me, different, you know, different atmosphere. Yeah. Um, yeah. So how about you? Okay. I wasn't born yet. Oh, okay. so I wasn't, well, wasn't even here yet. Hadn't yeah. made my appearance. Yeah. So I didn't come along until 1991. 
Okay. Um, but I, looking back at the year 1985, honestly, I want to I want to talk about this too. So the song 1985, you know, everyone knows the Bowling for Soup version, right? But I saw a very depressing <laughs> post the other day and said, if if Bowling for Soup were to apply the same th- thought process to 1985, then it would be 2004 if they were to do it today. Okay. I was like, oh my God, that hurts me so much because I remember 2004 vividly. Um, so I'm sure that people in 2004, when 1985 came out, uh, were probably thinking the same thing. Like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this song is old now, I guess. I don't know. I mean, speaking of bullying for some fun fact, me and Jeff, you know, our, our, our mutual friend, uh, oh, yeah. we went to see Bowling for Soup when it came here to Columbia. No way. Yeah. I and did Jeff, not know that. And Jeff shouted out, play Lady Lumps. I'm like, they don't play that. <laughs> and like, damn sure enough, they did. I'm like, holy crap. Amazing. They did. Yeah. That's amazing. You know? Yeah. So good Jeff. Jeff's a good time. Yeah. A good time. Well, let's talk about 1985 real quick while you pull that link up so we can take a listen to the original. But yes, that is not an original song. By Bowling for Soup. Uh, it Okay, so 1985 is a song that was written and recorded by SR71 for their album, Here We Go Again. And if, for those of you who may not even know who SR71 is, they did have another hit um, that's called Right Now uh, that is just, I feel like, a pop-punk staple um, and should have been bigger. I think this band should have been bigger. And honestly, a lot of their songs do sound like Bowling for Soup songs. So uh, it felt very... Fitting and appropriate, but yeah. So uh, Mitch Allen, SR71's frontman, gave the song to American rock band Bowling for Soup, who recorded the cover version. Uh, the cover version reached number 23 on the Billboard Hot 100 and was featured on the band's album, A Hangover You Don't Deserve. Uh, the song is about a middle-aged woman who is stuck in the, in the 1980s due to being in denial that her life is zooming by so fast and the fact that she never got to live out her ideal life before settling down and starting a family. So James, why don't you play, you know, maybe up to the first chorus of, of this one. So we can kind of compare the song right. to the, uh, we know. All right. And here we go in five, four, three, two, one. Isn't that, isn't that amazing? Like, yeah. and it, it does, it sounds a lot like Bowling for Soup, which is what totally blew my mind. Right. Um, but what a great cover version. Um, there, so just something I noticed in here, uh, there's a lot of stories about like some conflicting things that happened while re-recording the song. Um, one in particular that stands out here, Bowling for Soup made changes to the original, to the, the lyrics of the original song. Uh, in the second verse, the reference to the film Fast Times at Regiment High um, was re- was replaced by St. Elmo's Fire. Um, and then the line, never knew George was gay, uh, hoped they'd hook up one day. It's <laughs> <laughs> changed to uh, thought she'd get a hand on a member of Duran Duran. Oh, um, okay, so, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. Um, anyway, um, what a great song, though. Had no idea but that was originally. Sound, but, it, but, so. it eerie, but it eerie death, I like bowling for food, though, you know? It does. It yeah. really does sound like yeah. Bowling for Soup. SR71 and Bowling for Soup had a very, very similar um, sound. And yeah. uh, But anyway, um, yeah. Well, let's move on um, to our next one here. I will always love you, and I know... That there, there are people out there who knew that this was this was not originally by, um, well, see, for originally by time, Whitney Houston. Yeah, for the longest time, I thought Whitney did thing, and then and then you know going yeah. more and more and more, I'm like, okay, well that's you know that's this. Yeah. yeah, and I feel like this is this is like one that people, like if you went to a trivia night and it was about cover songs, people would probably get this. One. There's a lot of people. Yeah. Did, yeah, 
they knew that it wasn't necessarily a, 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 a what the the Whitney Houston Whitney Houston version, excuse me, was the original. But yes, Dolly Parton was the original singer of this song. So I will always love you is a song written and originally recorded in 1973 by American singer songwriter Dolly Parton. I love mm. Dolly, man. Mm. Seen her in person twice. I went to Dollywood on my senior. I did. Went went to Dollywood. On, yeah, on my senior. Uh, my senior trip, we went to Dollywood in Knoxville. Excuse me. And uh, I saw it. So it was the 30th anniversary of Dollywood. So, you know, she was there for a parade, doing other promotional things and like a big special. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I saw Miley Cyrus, too, in the parade. That's awesome. uh, this, this was like Party in the USA era. Oh, okay. of my, Billy Ray was there, too. Saw him uh, oh, on a float. And I was oh, like... Dad. I, I I could reach out and give Billy Ray a high five right now. And did um, you? So it was cool. Did, uh, did, I did not, but I, I was too starstruck. Oh, okay. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> really and, starstruck by Dolly Parton. I love did, Dolly Parton. And did Billy Ray sing Achy Breaky Heart? He didn't sing anything. He just oh. sat up on that float. He waved and he waved, you know, and he did the yeah, thing. But I no, bet he there was no. Right. He had his. Uh, oh, there my home. My Achy Breaky Heart. Um, what a good looking guy. He's a good looking guy regardless. So written as a farewell to her business partner, uh, and mentor Porter Wagoner, um, expressing Parton's decision to pursue, pursue, she's going to pursue, uh, pursue a solo career. The country singles released in 1974. The song was a commercial success for Parton twice, uh, twice reaching the top spot of the billboard hot country songs first in June of 1974, and then again in October of 1982. That's crazy that it took a few years, but it got up there again um, with a re-recording for the best little, oh my gosh, the the best little whorehouse in Texas soundtrack. Oh God. Uh, There you go. Uh, (laughs) These are are on the fly notes here, folks. So apologies uh, in advance there. So Whitney Houston... (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Uh, Whitney Houston recorded a soul ballad arrangement of the song for the 1992 film, The Bodyguard. Houston's version peaked at number one on the Billboard Hot 100 for a then record-breaking 14 weeks. Uh, the single was certified diamond by the RIAA, making Houston's first diamond, making it Houston's first diamond single. The uh, third female artist who had both a diamond single and a diamond album uh, and becoming the best-selling single by a woman in the U.S., uh, the song was a global success, topping the charts in almost all countries. Uh, that's crazy. Uh, yeah. With over 20 million copies sold, it became the best-selling single of all time by a female solo artist. Uh, Houston won the Grammy Award for Record of the Year in 1994 uh, for, the, for I Will Always Love You. Um, in addition to that, the song has been recorded by many other artists, including Linda Ronstadt, John Doe, Amber Riley, Leanne Rimes, uh, and Sarah Washington, whose dance version reached number 12 hmm. on the UK singles chart. Um, I Will Always Love You has been recognized by BMI for over 10 million broadcast performances. So this song, originally done by Dolly, set the careers up for so many people in the future. And I think that's that's just wild. But yeah, I know a lot of people know this version, but I don't know. There's some people out there that just maybe just didn't know. So James, why don't you pull that one up? Um, and we'll take a little listen here to see uh, see what sure. Dolly sounds like compared to Miss Whitney Houston. All right, I I, I want to tell you that I I do love the Dolly version better, not better because I think that Whitney Houston like knocked it out of the park. But yeah. I do respect this version for sure. You know? Yeah, yeah. All right. All right, here we go in three, two, one. <laughs>
I don't think that uh, he's been kind of modernized it, you know, for the time. Yeah. You know? yeah a little bit on the soundtrack, and you had Kevin Coffer, and, and I think that they just needed a, a a more updated song for the time. Yeah. You know, so I think that's, sure. a, that's a great song to, to, uh, to modernize for sure. Yeah, I I think I really like both versions of that yeah. song. Yeah. I do think that Whitney Houston's version of that song is iconic in itself. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, especially right there at the end with the the modulation, the key change, uh, when right. it just yeah. drops out yeah. and then just and, you know, like it's just yeah. oh so good. And I don't know if you know this and I I'm pretty sure everybody knows it now, but uh Dolly Parton's coming out with a rock album. Did you hear that? It's called Rockstar. Oh no, I did not. Dolly, you yeah. Dolly, you never cease. Man, you amazing. should look at you should look at some of the uh some of the uh, guests she's gonna feature. And she has she yeah. has okay. uh, twenty songs with like rock and roll icons and yeah, oh my god, it's it's gonna be great. Yeah, so we will have to She uh, must be uh she must be influenced by Miley Cyrus because you remember a few years ago Miley oh, was doing like Metallica covers. Yeah, uh, you remember that? Oh yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, did you know that Dolly Parton is Miley Cyrus's godmother? I did actually, but I couldn't remember. Crazy enough, yeah, yeah, that's We're weird. Here. That's what we I, do, folks. I Come did. here and drop the knowledge on your butts, and that's and that's what you want. Hey, man, that's you keep that, coming. Back. That's good godmother, you know. I mean, <laughs> Dolly, come on now. If you were a godmother with Dolly Parton, come on now. You 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 you, you made it, you know. You oh, made Dolly it. is the godmother that I aspire to be. Right. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Dolly, for your contributions. She's not dead. She's alive. No, no, no. Very no, much no. alive. So Hopefully still we'll get her on the show. You know? Yeah, that would be that, so that would be I'm telling you right now, if Dolly Parton was to come on the show, um, I could die and go to heaven. And I would be so I would be it would be I like think, heaven on earth. I think Fuck. that Allie would uh kind of make you not appear on the show and have her you know she'd probably She'll yeah, tie me up. Yeah, have an opportunity, and you know what? That's fine. I, I would totally Cause I, understand. Because I know uh, you said she'll do the same thing if and when we get Reba McIntyre. She would, she would Reba, we're on the show too. Yeah, so we would yeah. love to have them both. So yes, if anybody please. knows Reba or Dolly, send them this way. Cause what's up, man? What's yeah. up? Please, please. So. All right. So here, speaking of Allie. Yes. Um, we, this is a song that really resonates with her. Okay. Um, I don't even know if you know this song, James. I don't even know if you know the popular version of this song. I see the title, but I do not, Rick, I do not. Not uh, familiar with it. Okay. No, no. This I one's going to blow your mind. This is one that a lot of people do not know, but okay. Allie was and still is a Jonas Brothers fan, um, all the way through okay. and through. All right. Um, Loves the Jonas Brothers. In fact, she just got tickets to go see the Jonas Brothers when they come to Columbia uh, later in October. Um, her and uh, her cousin Eleanor are going to go uh, check them, go go to that show. And uh, I'm excited for the both of them. Yeah. Um, I myself was not a, a Joe Bro fan. Um, however, Nick Jonas in uh, um, Jumanji, he did a great job. <laughs> that's, okay. <laughs> that's, that is, that is, I, am, I am all for it. This is a catchy song. This is a good song. It's a good catchy song, but a lot of people did not realize Joe Bros were not the original ones to do it. So, Year 3000 uh, is a song performed by British pop band, uh, excuse me, British pop rock band, Busted. Uh, it was released on uh, January 13th, 2003 as the second single from their debut studio album of the uh, self-titled Busted. Um so yeah, year 3000 reached number two in the UK singles chart and became the 34th biggest seller uh, of 2003 with 165,000 units. The single was also a success for the rest of Europe. Um, oh, excuse me, in the rest of Europe, uh, reaching number two on the Irish singles chart while reaching number 10 in Belgium, Belgium, excuse me, and the Netherlands. Uh, the song has been covered by American pop band, the Jonas Brothers, um, which is the one that obviously everybody else knows, especially if you're from the U.S. And I'm sure it was, I mean, obviously it was way more popular uh, in Europe. But yeah, a lot of people just had no clue. And if you look, if you look at these guys, I don't know if you've got a photo of this band, but like this is definitely the product of like the early 2000s 
trying to just kind of like pop pop music had kind of died out but pop punk was really popular you know blink some 41 all these guys were just blowing up but they weren't boy bands so they were trying to take pop punk guys and make them into a boy band kind of thing so they've got the baggy dicky uh uh, cargo shorts and the giant skater shoes and the spiked hair and it's frosted and you know they're just really it's it's really a a sign of the times um the the bands that yeah yeah that's them busted okay uh so yeah Jake you can Lopez. see there you go look at those frosted yeah. tips that's what i'm talking you about you know you know i i, I want to do it for the longest of my mind yeah no hey man i rocked him for years and years and years and i still get some some grief over it and you know yeah. what it but is what it is but see that was that was the times you know i mean that was the times man i mean look at the ties Look at all the ties that those guys are wearing. I mean, Avril Lavigne was really popular at this time too. So they they were trying to market that whole era. Um, and uh, yeah, look at that. Look at that guy. He's got an eyebrow piercing. There's a lot of frosted tips going on here. Um, but anywho, uh, yeah, it sounds pretty similar too. Like the the um the middle guy reminds me of the lead singer from the band Mist. Remember them? Yes. Oh my gosh. I love Mest. What a great band. Yeah. I should listen to them tonight. Hey, you yeah. absolutely should. Cadillac <laughs> is a great song. Cadillac, dude. Yeah. Uh, Cadillac is a great yeah. song about Mest. Yeah. So, all right. So, uh, we, okay. So, this is the song Year 3000, right? Yeah. Year 3000 by Busted. Um, and uh, made famous in the U.S. by uh, the Joe Bros. Um, and I'm hoping that. Allie sings her little heart out when she goes to see the Joe Bros. Uh, and uh, I hope she has a blast. Yeah. Um, but you have to honor the past, right? Have a blast, but honor the past. James, hit that play button. Let's listen to the song for a little bit. Three, two, one. That is actually what was changed up too. The lyrics were changed up just the hair. They say uh, is I think still fine. I think it's what she, what they said. Yeah. Uh, the Jonas Brothers uh, said doing fine. So it's the little things, doing, folks. Okay, it's the yeah. little things. Uh, it's always the little things. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's a great song. It's just it's especially at that time. It was so obvious that they were more of like a marketing. Oh yeah, yeah. Ploy, I guess, and like probably wasn't like a group of friends. I don't know for sure. I don't know all the history behind this band busted, but uh, you know, you can you can you can almost look at the whole thing and just realize that it was some record labels getting together and saying, "Guys, pop punk is the way to go." Guys, Avril Lavigne is blowing up. She's up there. She's got the baggy jeans and she's got a tie and she's got spikes. She gotta, but she's got to market this real fast. Yeah, got to market it, guys. We got to do pop punk. We gotta do pop punk, but we gotta make it pop. You gotta pop the pop punk anyway, um, and then that's what happened. So, yeah. uh, any more? Well, 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 guess what I did earlier. What did you do? I tried to fight the law, but the law won. And, and what happened to you when you fought the law? I, the law won, dude. You go. The law I won. I couldn't Listen. escape them. They always win. I don't know why. Maybe because they uh, have they, radios. You can't escape the, the radio. Thing. Tasers, yeah. I did not know. I did not know. I did did not know. And again, I am endless source of useless music knowledge. It's my namesake. Yeah. Did not know that this was a cover within a cover within a cover uh, of of a coverception. 
you know, you, you know what's great about this moment right here? You can take yes. this knowledge and store it in your memory so you can pull it out whenever you want to, and it'll still be used. Next time I go to the Sumter Original Brewery and they're doing a trivia night, <laughs> I hope to God yeah. they ask yeah. about I Fought the Law. Travis, if you're listening, because you host it, <laughs> Travis, please ask about What's I Fought going? the Law. Because I want to show everybody up when I stand up and say, no, 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 no. The original was not done by The Clash. We're going to get into it in just a minute. And then you can tell everybody that you're the host of Wooden Words Fellow and they'll listen to off podcast and they'll learn more. Yes. We'll just, we'll just play this episode for them. I will yeah. take the microphone out of, I will, I'll go up there and I'll slap Travis and I'll take the microphone out of his hands and I'll say, listen here, Travi. sir, Travi, McGee, yeah. I'm going to play this episode so that everyone knows the truth. And I do think that they can handle it. Yeah. Um, okay. So what led me to realize this? I wanted to do a cover wars on I Fought the Law because Green Day does a wonderful cover we of the Clash's version. Yeah. Yes, we absolutely could. Um, I wanted to do Green Day's cover of I Fought the Law, the Clash version, because it is it is amazing and it's iconic and it's so well done. Yeah. That is when I discovered that the Clash's version is actually a cover of another version which was the cover of another version. So we've got four versions of this song that we're dealing with currently. Let's get into wow. it. Okay. So I Fought okay. the Law is a song written by Sonny Curtis of the Crickets. Do you remember the Crickets from way back when? Sounds like, vaguely familiar. Big, like, um, like 50s rock and roll band. So like right there with Elvis and the Beatles and everybody else, um, the Crickets were great. Uh, and then, so they originally did it, the Crickets. Okay was popularized by a cover by the Bobby Fuller Four becoming a top 10 hit for the band in 1966. That's probably the one that I heard most. Is it, probably. Do, do they have like long hair and, and jumping up and down in the video? Uh, like, I can't remember. I remember, can't remember one punk band that was really, they had a really wild video. They had really uh, long hair. I don't know. I could be wrong. I don't know. Yeah. But their version of the song was ranked number 175 on the Rolling Stone list of the 500 greatest songs of all time in 2004. Uh, in the same year, it was named uh, one of the 500 songs that shaped rock by the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And rightly so. Looking at the structure of that song, there's a lot of songs that are kind of based on that song. You know what I mean? Like just the way that they're constructed with the way that the verses and the choruses and the the bridge and how everything ties together and yada, yada, yada. Um, but a, here we go. So a version by Sam Neely was, was charted or excuse me, charted in 1974. That actually might be the version. That's probably, yeah. Uh, like, yeah. That's yeah. That's, that's like that sounds more looking at the picture of this guy. So I, and I just discovered that. So we've got another version here. There's five different versions of this freaking song. It's out there. <laughs> Um, in my opinion, the clash is the best of them all because the clash is just is amazing. Um, but anyway, the song was also recorded by the clash in 1979. Um, and then a version with different lyrics was recorded. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't know that. I didn't know this. A version with different lyrics was recorded by the dead Kennedys. Um, another great punk band. Um, and, uh, other versions. Let me. I'm just gonna pull up the other versions. Oh my gosh! On Wikipedia, all, the, all five of them. Right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, and more than that, Hank Williams Jr. Well, yeah, um, okay, be, recorded a version in 1978 uh, on Family Tradition. Um, let's see here. So yes, Dead Kennedys. Okay, Neely, Green Days. What? Yeah, yeah. Green Days version of the song was used in 2004 for a Pepsi slash iTunes commercial that premiered during the Super Bowl. Um and then I fought the Lloyds was a was a comedy version released in 2008 by British band Oystar Oystar uh in support of the campaign by Lloyds TSB customers mounting legal challenges uh to get their charges refunded. Um uh, in this version the lyrics were changed uh and uh, from the key line became uh I fought the Lloyds and Lloyds lost but Honestly, none of that makes any sense to me, nor does it apply to me, because I want to listen to the OG original version that now there's 
20 billion covers of now. Uh, bro. <laughs> yeah. Let's just let's just let's take a listen, James. Why don't you play the OG version? All right, here we go. Just a minute. I don't have a minute. Yeah, you do. Okay, here, here we go. <laughs> Cricket. The crickets. Oh, no, it's muted. Right. Here we go. Three, two, one. Well, breaking the rocks in the hot sun. I bought the law and the law one. I bought the law and the law one. I miss my baby Anna. The original man, the that's crickets. A, that's a really, really well-known version, you know. I, but I, I'm telling you right now, I had no idea. I thought that the Clash, yeah, were the were the originators of that song. Right, because the Clash um, one is the, is the most played version, right? Ever, I think. Clash is. The, the, I would say that of all the versions that's out there, the Clash has to be the version that everyone knows the best. Yes, um, right, but. And it is so well done, which is why Green Day, when they covered it, went with the Clash version. But honestly, they're all they're all structured the same. Uh, even you know, so like being a drummer, like one of the things that sticks out to me about the the Green Day and the Clash version is in that verse um, when uh, they say Rob uh, about robbing people with the six gun, and the the snare drum just does that bop 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 bop. I mean, that's a fun part to do, right? That's just one of my favorite parts to play of the song. Um, and I'm like, okay, that's got to be like something that happened later on. No, that they did that in the original version. So it's it's just, it's cool. Like that's always been just a part of the song. And I love that. So, yeah. Well, guess Anywho? what I also did um, earlier today? What? I to one of my friends and, and she says, well, why do we have a girlfriend? I'm like, I don't know, man. I guess I'm too hard on your business. I guess I'm hard too hard to handle. That's right. You're so, absolutely right, bud. Right. I didn't say that. God, she didn't ask me that. Didn't? No. But I well, am too hard to handle. But I am too hard to handle sometimes. But not often. Well, well one of these days, uh, and I'm going to be a little thing to light your candle, and you're going to say, I'm sure hard to handle now. That's right. But see, okay, so. I didn't notice, but thank you for bringing that. Yeah, that's. I tried to. I tried to reel that one in. I'm sorry. I I came to a screeching halt. My brain is just done today. You haven't had your bones coffee, and we'll talk about that more more later. We'll talk know? more on them later. Yes, I do need way more. Gotta have your coffee, man. Where's your coffee? I've got coffee, but it's decaf. Oh, it's decaf. Why? <laughs> it's decaf. So yeah, it's just. Bones, it's bone, bone sells decaf coffee, right? So that's awesome. They do. It's just, un- unfortunately, this is not Bones coffee that I'm drinking right now. But sorry. Whoops. Whoops. That is that is, bo- that is all Bones coffee. 10% off music to me. Okay. Technically, but, uh, there are Bones on my coffee mug. So. Yeah, that's a skeleton. So you're right. I mean, bones. it is Bones, right? So, yeah, but uh, <laughs> I didn't know this was the cover song until just now. So thank you for bringing hey, it up. Yeah, Blowing yeah. your mind. That's what we're right. here to do, folks. The last one we're going to talk about today. Um, so the most pop. Sorry, there's like some kind of. Uh, are you hearing voices? Loud rumbling noise outside, and uh, I had no idea what it was. It kind of scared me. I was like, I think an airplane is like hurtling towards my house. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. yeah I don't like, know what that was. Anyway, it was so weird. <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, this song is um, hard to handle, and my I, I thought it was originally done by the Black Crows, which I thought the Shaker Money Maker um record. Yeah, in, yeah, nineteen ninety, right? Nineteen ninety three, I think. 
Yeah, it was like, yeah, um, 1990. Yeah, 1990. Yep. Take your moneymaker. Whoops. Sorry. Now my dog is knocking things off the couch and making loud noise. Sorry, everybody. We're going to keep all this in. Um, So, so, yeah, Hard to Handle uh, is a 1968 song written by American soul singer Otis Redding. Of all the people, too, I was like, are you kidding me? It was Otis Redding? Really? Yeah, so wow. sitting on the deck of the bay man himself. That that's that's who it on was. The deck of the bay. Yeah, man. Good stuff. That's right. That's right. So yeah, um, so written by Otis Redding, uh, along with Al Bell and Alan Jones. Um, originally recorded by Redding. It was released in nineteen sixty eight, um, as the B side to Amen, um, shortly after the singer's sudden death in nineteen sixty seven. Uh the song also appears excuse me, on the 1968 album The Immortal Otis Redding. Uh, Redding's version reached number 38 on the Billboard R&B chart and number 51 on the pop chart. Mm. Um, American rock band The Black Crows covered the song for their 1990 debut album Shake Your Moneymaker, reaching number 26 on the Billboard Hot 100 with their rendition. So, yeah, obviously that's the version that... Everybody knows. A lot of people know, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, but I, yeah. I had no idea. So, thank you, TikTok, uh, yeah. for that information. Yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, just totally, 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 totally blew my mind. I was not expecting that at all. Um, love the song, and the Otis Redding version is so freaking good too. Why don't you go ahead and play a little bit out so we can get some of that goodness, goodness in our ears. But you got to go home with me. I forgot some good old love, and then I got this some in the store. When I get through throwing it on you, you got to come back for more. Boys and things will come by the dozen. That ain't nothing but drugstore loving. Pretty little thing, let me light your count. Cause, mama, I'm sure hard to hell and I yes around. So that's oh, so on play the playlist right after your show. Absolutely. In that version, I saved the best one for last. That is like, not only did it just blow my mind, but that that original version is just so good. That um, is 100 times better than Black Rose, I think. Which is, which is hard to say because I absolutely love right. Black Rose, yeah. and their version of that is so good. Um, but yeah, you're absolutely right. Just, Otis Redding's voice is better. <laughs> I just love the the brass instruments in that song. You know, it makes us stand out more. It's more like a groove, like a funky groove. Yeah. You know, oh my god, yeah. yeah, that's great. I love it. Yeah. Right. Well, that's it, man. That's that's part one, dude. That's like that, we got so much more that we could do. We could go on and on about songs that you didn't know were covers, and that is exactly what we intend on doing. So a little bit of a change up. It's not a cover wars, but if there's one thing we love around here on when words fail, it's definitely a cover song. So a little bit of a change up here. We're, we yeah. might have some, uh, some of these that we may need to do some, some battling out. Right. So, exactly. yeah. well, uh, so what did you think about, um, uh, so the most shocking to me was hard to handle. Um, I, yeah. kind of, I, I knew about, oh, I will always love you. And I I didn't know about I for long. That was a really um really like a like a mind mind blowing yeah aspect. So yeah. yeah, I I had similar I had similar um kind of like a similar reaction to a lot of those. Like I I knew I knew about I will always love you. Yeah, I didn't know about uh 1985. I discovered that maybe just a, a few years ago. Yeah, and. Uh, and then it was in it, it, but these kind of things are always so shocking too when it's by a band that you know and you're like, oh my god, I had no idea. Like I knew of SR seventy one, yeah, I knew about Otis Redding, um, and I knew about the Crickets, but I had no idea that they were the ones that did the original versions of these songs because you just hear these other ones so much and you just assume that that's the original songwriter and it's not. And that this that's why I love like music trivia. That's one thing that 
I can't fill my brain with a lot of things and remember them, but give me some kind of useless fact like this. And I just love it because I love to discover things like that. I love to be able to talk with someone and be like, did you know that? And I don't mean to come off in this way that like sound like a know-it-all because I can assure you I do not know it all. But if there is one thing that I do know, it's music stuff. And I, that, that is something that I I'm passionate about. Um, so the, but the, (laughs) the, even while we were sitting here doing the notes on the fly, finding out that there's even more versions of, I thought the law out there just, (laughs) I had, I had Um, time, but uh, great song though. It's a great song. If you're going to cover one, that's, that's the one to do. Oh yeah. 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 Well, thank you everybody for listening to the show today. Be sure to share this with your friends and families, dogs, cats, ferrets, and possibly rats. Dude, those things smell, but they're sweet. They are so sweet. Ferrets, yeah. Yeah, I mean, give them baths, you know? Give them baths once or twice. Give them a bath. Uh, okay, so please leave a rating and a review wherever where you can, such as Apple Podcasts. It helps us uh, out tremendously, and we will read your review right here on the show if you want us to. You don't have to, but uh, yeah. yeah. Just kidding. We're going to do it anyway. So the best way that you can stay up to date with us is by following us on our social media. Uh, that is uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Ins- uh, Insta- uh, yes, Instagram. Sorry. <laughs> yes. And TikTok. Just search for When Words Fail, Music Speaks Podcast, and uh, you'll find it. And then you just hit follow, and then you're just up to date. I'm trying to do better about creating graphics for uh, our socials so that we can be more engaged with our audience. But you know what? I will say, in our defense, we have been focusing on our content and our podcasting content that our social media has kind of like dwindled. Yeah. We're trying to bring that back. We're trying to get back into it. So bear with us. We've been busy. We're putting out episodes left and right, man. James, you're doing a great job with like the interviews and stuff. And um, so I appreciate that. But yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna get back into the social posting. Consistency is king. Um, and we yeah. really wanted to focus on audio podcast, uh, because yeah. that's the majority of our listeners, and we thank you very much. Oh uh, yeah. Well, with that said, would you like to be interviewed on the show? Um, reach us out to reach out to us at James at com or Blake at WinnerWordsFilmMusicSpeaks.com or you can message us on any of the social sites mentioned before. That's right. And if you're watching on YouTube and you're seeing me stand up using my stand-up desk and you're like, hey, Blake, I like your stand-up desk. I'm going to subscribe. I would say to you, thanks. I appreciate that. So you can can go to our YouTube channel uh, where uh, my brain is done for the day. Sorry. (laughs) You can go to our YouTube channel you can subscribe to the YouTube channel that we have. That's ours. When words fail, it's ours. Yes, yeah. um, if you watch, if you watch interviews that we do, us, James and I, right. um, you can watch music video reactions that James does. Uh, you can watch final showcases that James also does and much, much more at youtube.com slash when words fail music speaks. Be sure to turn on the notifications bell so you can be notified, uh, notified, uh, <laughs> You can be notified when new videos are uploaded. Come on now. Uh, you got you had your coffee, right? Oh my god, I'm almost there. And and, and give us a thumbs up. Yes, punch that like button. And there's a lot of James in the videos on YouTube. We need a Blake video on our YouTube channel. I know. So, I know. Get on I'll it. Get there. All right. Okay. <laughs> I'll get there. For all of these links to find out more about us or to buy some of our awesome merchandise, visit our website, www.winwordsofmusicspeaks.com. Hey, absolutely. Big plug on the merch, man. There's plenty of really cool stuff on there. Yeah, we, need to, although we do need to update it for sure. So we're going to do that yeah. soon, you know, for y'all. Hey, and you know what? If you have a design, that you want to send us for the podcast. Oh, there's my wife. There's my dogs barking. Mm-hmm. Um, you can send it, send it to us. And, uh, if you're cool with it, maybe we can put it on a t-shirt or something. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Um, anyway, so our logo is created by one up graphics theme songs created by doc brass, D O K brass. Uh, you look them up on Instagram and Twitter, 
Same with One Up Graphics. It's at One Up Graphics. Um, if you don't mind checking my other podcast, it's called South Carolina Spook Show. I got a new episode in the pipeline. Working on it. Hopefully have have that out soon. All about uh, true crime, paranormal, UFO stuff from South Carolina. If you enjoy that kind of thing, check it out. Um, available wherever you listen to podcasts. And we're not done yet. We got a big to do a big shout out to our sponsors. Um, so thanks again to our sponsor, BetterHelp. Um, you can you can get ten percent off your first month of therapy and get matched with a therapist that's perfect for you through the phone. You don't need to talk to them live. You can do it straight through the computer or the phone, whatever. Um, go to help. Go go and go to betterhelp.com slash music speaks to get ten percent off your order or at checkout. Just enter the code music speaks. That's right. Same with Bones Coffee. Uh, for 10% off of your order, just go to BonesCoffee.com. Plenty of flavors to choose from. Uh, K-Cups, whole bean, ground coffee. Get some merchandise, whatever you want. BonesCoffee.com. Use our discount code MUSICSPEAKS, 10% off your order. We don't own any of the music that's used in this episode, uh, and no copyright infringement is intended. James, you got anything else? No, sir, unless you do. Nope. I'm good. I'm good, right. buddy. Let's get out of here. All right, so everybody, thanks again for listening, and always remember, when words fail, music speaks. Don't fight the law, because the law will win. Or they'll win. They'll win. Unless you're hard to handle, you might. You might. Might be. But you can't out on your radio. (laughs) Bye, guys. We'll love you all to the year 3000.